my dudes, welcome back to Previously Gifted. This time we are blessed with the presence of the one and only Nathan White. He's back for his second appearance on Previously Gifted. And this time we are talking veganism, baby. We have been having some very interesting discussions about veganism since Nathan met me. And um, yeah, we just have so many interesting questions to discuss, kind of some some ethical and moral issues that aren't black and white, and I'm really excited for that. Um, Nathan has prepared a an opening <laughs> statement, so I'm really excited for you guys to hear it, and um, here you go. <clears throat> I feel like I, you know, I'm at like Parliament or something. Yes, it's very official. I think before we start, I need to make this very clear. For the people who are going to comment or something like that. I honestly think there is no argument against veganism. Veganism to me makes complete logical sense all round. But at the end of the day, if people are informed of all the facts but still think it's worth eating meat, then there isn't much else we can do. Correct? I agree. In my opinion, the right thing to do is to educate people at a young age the ethical and health risks when eating meat and dairy you know, uh, in terms of, like, fashion, what you buy in fashion, what's vegan, what's not vegan, Mm -hmm. and they can be educated like that. I honestly think that there is also some grey areas in regards to a vegan lifestyle, like eating honey or palm oil, or even getting fries from Chick-fil-A, okay? I feel like insects must experience consciousness as well as the natural population of bees dramatically uh, declining, and over 90% of orangutans' habitat has been destroyed in the last 20 years, and thousands of orangutans are killed each year, all because of palm oil. And they're not the only animals to suffer, by the way. Um, plus, why do vegan support industries offer meat products when you can make your own fries at home? Exactly, by the way. Deforestation, a big chunk of that is down to soya minerals. I just want to know, what's right? What's wrong? Where do you draw the line? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I started smiling at one point just because, like, I don't know, I think it's cute listening to your statement, but then I was smiling during the part of you saying that orangutans have been killed. So just to clarify for the YouTube viewers, I do not enjoy or laugh or smile at those things. I'm laughing and smiling at Nathan. Um, what an opening statement. Thank you. So many questions and um, I just I, I needed to put that I'm fully with veganism right i support it i think the facts you cannot argue against Mm -hmm. and with that i just have my issues all right that's good well that's what we're here to explore and i'm glad that you are um open-minded and you've been pretty open-minded um in our discussion of this before i get started though i've got to give a shout out to my number one supporters my patron babes so if you guys are interested in supporting the podcast which includes um, some social media shouts out here on the show. Um, I will probably follow you on Instagram or Twitter or whatever you want. I also have bonus episodes of the podcast that are available only on Patreon. So if you are really a number one fan of this podcast and you want to make it more possible for me to continue doing this, you can go to patreon.com slash previously gifted. And as always, we are going to give a shout out to our official podcast sponsors. So here is my list. We've got Eric Courtright, we've got Joni Kay, Lily Dillon, we've got Matt Barham. I forgot to shout out his Instagram. It's Maywither. 
May with her. May, May with, with her. her. So now you know. Go hit him with a follow. He said he has dank memes and like a cool insect photo on there. So check it out. We've got Jerome at G-G-R-Z-Z-L-Y. I have to spell it every time. Grizzly. And then Liz Walsh at Liz W 206 You guys are the truest homies, and I say it every time because that's what you get when you're a podcast sponsor. I appreciate it a lot. So, we can get into uh, all these questions, Nathan. You have so many, I don't even <laughs> know exactly where to begin. Um, I've made some notes, and today we're kind of going to be covering social questions in terms of veganism and, you know, the impact on, like, one person socially, but also how we interact with other people. Um, And then maybe in future episodes, we will discuss other issues. I've got um, nutrition questions, personal eating habits, more ethical and moral questions, and then other health questions. So I'm going to try to organize them so that they all make sense. But this episode is going to be mostly social questions, because I think that's a good place to start. I've got my list, Nathan. Do you want to go off my list and then yeah, we'll kind of figure it out? And these are with my notes as well? Yeah, they're from they're from your questions. Okay. Nathan's so great. He, <laughs> First of all, in preparation of this, he was like, I need time to research. I don't want to come out here like uninformed, which I appreciate. So he's going to ask me questions that we've talked about kind of in our regular conversations, but we're just going to rehash them and bring other issues to light. Uh-huh. So, sorry, can I take one more look? <laughs> yeah. I just want to know what the best question is to go off. Okay, this is a great question, and and this is to you personally. You can, what, like, speak up but face the mic. What do you want as a vegan, and what do you think is realistic? Mm-hmm. As a vegan, as someone who has been vegan for over two and a half years, um, I can say that my personal mission as a vegan has changed a lot over the years. Initially, um, I don't know, I went through like a very, very passionate phase to where I was kind of more of like that typical like angry vegan, Um, but it was just because I was so convinced that veganism is the best thing for most people and it's definitely the best thing for you know animals in most circumstances and the environment in general um but i've kind of transitioned since then to be less um less dramatic and less angry so now my current kind of wish is that the most people possible will be as vegan or vegan friendly as they can So that basically applies to people in, like, developed nations, obviously. I'm not going to ask people who are in, like, underdeveloped countries um, to go vegan because that's just a lot less possible for them. Um, Also, of course, even in places like the United States, there are food deserts in, like, urban areas that make it very difficult for people to get fresh produce and have access to other kinds of foods. So I get that there's... You know, there are limits to some people's access to veganism. But I will say, um, especially as somebody, you know, in the, in the United States, from what I've seen, if you have access to do your grocery shopping at a, you know, regular store, you've got access to fruits and vegetables, you've got access um, and you can afford, you know, a regular weekly grocery bill, 
you can access veganism, basically. That's my argument. So I think my mission would be, like, just to educate as many people as possible and get them to at least start to minimize their animal product consumption. So realistically, what does the world look like in 50 years' time where if everyone goes... Do you, uh, do you think in 50 years' time you can see a world where everyone's vegan? Can you move a little bit more to the center? And yeah, there you go. Sorry, we're working on this bi-directional microphone thing, so I just want to make sure the sound works well. Um, and it may sound different oh, in so your ears. Oh, so I can see you as well. Yeah, you can't look at me. Just look at the pop filter in the microphone or look at the camera. We could talk to each other like this. Okay, um, what was your question? How do I see so the world? So realistically, how do you see the, the world? For developed nations like the United States, United Kingdom. Right, okay. Um, I mean, ideally, it would be like mainly vegan. But realistically. But realistically, I would say, I mean, I still feel like a mostly vegan or at least like half vegan world in a developed nation like the United States is possible in the future. Um, I think that animal products will remain in the marketplace. You know, people will still be eating them. There are people who still will want to eat them no matter what, no matter what you tell them about you know, ethical issues, the environment, and every other issue. Um, I think also religion plays a part in this as well, because I believe the Bible endorses eating meat. So especially a nation like the United States, that'd be a very difficult thing to try and convert people. Maybe. Maybe? Yeah, let me let me keep that for later, because that's a big question. But it is interesting. Um, but anyway, I would say... I would say that in the future, it would be great if animal products were seen as luxury items or perhaps for special occasions uh-huh. because currently like the standard american diet consists of big servings of meat and lots of dairy lots of eggs in almost every meal so i could see people who are like okay like i don't know holiday ham or like turkey like those are special um holiday meals or my family has this really treasured recipe for this like i get that for a lot of people veganism 100 percent isn't attainable but i think it would be great to see vegan options so widespread that like in fast food and grocery stores you could go there and have like plenty of options no matter what way you're eating uh-huh yeah I just personally find it's a bigger challenge than, you know, what you see it as. Yeah. Well, um, I mean... I, just just from recently, grocery uh-huh. shopping and things like that. Recently, for the past... I'd say since for the past three years now. So I've got a lot more um, healthier in my diets and things like that. And looking at um, my shopping list and the things I'm buying, especially now, you know, as we're both living together, the shopping we get it is a lot more expensive but also i look on you know all of the, all of the things that i have access to at the grocery store and everything nearly has eggs milk mm-hmm. in it and i just find it very difficult um to try and pick up groceries a, a vegan diet if that makes sense right um so yeah the issue of like expense um i want to do a video on this on tiffany Ferg pretty soon to compare directly like a a vegan version of a meal and a non-vegan version because I think honestly 
that a vegan diet is not inherently more expensive. Of course, it depends on how you eat, um, whether you're eating more, like, fresh foods or if you're eating more processed foods, how many, like, vegan substitute kind of specialty or luxury items you're eating. Um, Because we do tend to eat a lot of those. We'll get, like, Gardein products or we'll get, like... Yeah, I, yeah, I find I also beef. yeah, which is good. Mm-hmm. I I find um, it very um, I, f- I find it's a very very difficult ask for families who like people who let's say work in New York City mm-hmm. don't get home till like six or seven o'clock at night, and you know these convenient meals that you see in the frozen aisle or the, the lasagnas that are already made up and you know the pre-made meals mm-hmm. which aren't vegan. I just feel, feel like. Maybe you can put it down to laziness or something like that, but I just don't feel like families will will go down that right. That it's route. not that practical no, for exactly. a family. I, I I think as well. Like I'm sure we'll probably talk about this later. Mm-hmm. Is you have to be a lot more adventurous with your cooking being a vegan. Right. Can I cut you off because I have to pause my camera? We're gonna take a little break and then we'll get back to that question. we're back so quickly before we get back onto our track that we wrote on our um little notepad your question about basically the um the affordability but also convenience of providing vegan food for a family and that that definitely is a a good question because it's not just about vegan foods a lot of families ask the same question how can i find more convenient and affordable like healthy food options in general um because that's an issue for everybody especially if you're you're a busy working parent and then you know you get home and you don't want to spend too much time cooking you want to spend time with your family or you know um what would you say for like not veganism related but just like for healthy eating like how how can families find that to be more convenient or is it even possible? Um, I is it possible? Um, yeah, because in their eyes, things like these meals for you know lasagna or these like ready-made meals that have mm-hmm. already been made, they're not unhealthy like a, a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. So like in their eye, I, I don't think you really can compare it because in their eyes, meat is a good thing, if that makes sense. Right, right, right. That's true. And meat is the protein. Yeah. So they, they, they believe they're giving their kids a good thing. So I don't think you can kind of make that comparison. Yeah. I mean, I will say as a vegan, I cringe when I see like <laughs> healthy things that are like advertised for families or just and people in general. And you also see these like weight loss, like ready meals, right. like, things like that. I'm not just talking like frozen meals here. I'm also talking about refrigerated meals that you see mm. like pre-made meals right. they're, they're everywhere you go to stop and shop you have 50% of the shops like full of it right um, yeah I don't know I would say I think especially in the states it's a challenge for every family to make healthy meals and have that not be such a time consuming thing I mean there's there are so many different um, I guess options or things that people suggest as strategies like you know, if you really start to, like, meal plan or plan ahead, you can cut some time off of um, food food prep kind of stuff. But it's, like, it really boils down to, like, I don't know, I guess in terms of, like, healthy versus unhealthy food, too. Like, 
if you want healthier foods, there are only so many shortcuts you can take. Yeah. Like there's there there are not like instant no prep required meals that are going to be like the most healthy for you. Things are going to require you to cut things or, you know, prepare them in different ways. Sure. But I do feel like it is possible to make more simple meals um, that maybe take like less than 30 minutes. Exactly. Like macaroni cheese. Mm -hmm. Where's a vegan macaroni cheese? Like they exist, but they're not that good. We need better vegan mac. Well, and the cheese. one that by Chloe's is is nice and it's yeah, good. Yeah, so, but so like, I just, say I'm just like saying, a box, there's no options. A box of mac and cheese. Yeah, there's no options like that. Like there's no sort of ready meals like that. No, but there's I've like seen... I mean, there's like Daya. There's a few. Again, it's limited in the grocery store, so that's like yeah, that's the issue. And then the pizza. The pizza is so sad and expensive. Expensive. That is expensive. Ten dollars for a pizza. Yes, we we go to Stop and Shop, and the Daya vegan pizza. It's ten dollars, yeah. and like other, you know, frozen pizzas can be like five, six, seven. But the day one, first of all, doesn't taste great, and also, it's just not worth it. We would rather go to Blaze, sponsor yeah. me, Blaze, and get, you know, you can get your own personal vegan pizza for like eight or nine dollars. Yeah. Anyway, that's let that's me, a whole uh, other question. But let let's... me let me go into another question. Yes. Here. I I mentioned this in my opening statement. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about supporting non-vegan industries like Chick-fil-A, which is pretty obvious. <laughs> Not vegan. <laughs> Not vegan, and everywhere you go is on the menu, chicken, 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 chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The chicken salads, etc., etc. Right. If you, as a vegan, walk in there and buy fries and a soda and you sit down, you are supporting that industry, you're supporting right. that company. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's tough because um, as a vegan and just in general, it's good to remind yourself like that you're voting with your dollar and the things that you buy, you're you know supporting those industries financially. So that's the struggle because I mean where we are, there are no like vegan or vegetarian specialty like restaurants. There's one, but it's not worth going to. Um, so it's like if I want to eat out anywhere, if we're out and about and we want to grab some fries. Like, there are no exclusively vegan options. So, I mean, I think, you know, 99% of vegans find themselves in that kind of situation. Unless you're in a place like Brooklyn or, you know, New York, LA, where you can find dedicated vegan restaurants more often. Shouts out Vinny Pizza. Shouts out Vinny's Pizza. It's not a all vegan, but there are options. There are options. It's tricky because it's like... I don't want to give my money. I don't want to give my money to Chick-fil-A for multiple reasons. You know, they're like anti-gay funding and stuff. There's a lot of problematic issues, but it's like, I feel like to an extent, like there's only so much I can do when I don't have other options, which is, I guess, kind of like a lazy cop-out answer. But I think um, at places where they have a few more veggie options... And you're voting with your dollar there to show them your support in the veggie options. I feel like that's better. Say, like, if Chipotle saw, like, a huge increase in their, like, sofritas or meatless bowls and burritos, I mean, I don't know if they're going to get any other veggie options. But at least, like, it shows them that that percentage of their, um, their customers wants meatless options, uh-huh. you know? So you it's can nice still... It's nice to see uh, McDonald's... Uh, introducing a new vegan burger. Mm-hmm. It's not out in the United States yet, but right. it will be. Isn't it only testing in like Something one country? Switzerland. Is it Switzerland or Something some? like that. Sweden? Yeah. So. I mean, it, yeah, it's good to see because, you know, do I want to necessarily support McDonald's? 
No, but if I need a veggie option and it's somewhere like McDonald's that's so widespread um, and so accessible, that's a good thing. So yeah, I'm basically on the on the side where it's like, this is the world that we live in now. We don't have that many options, but the more that we support vegan options in non-vegan places, the more options that hopefully they will introduce in the future, and the more um, vegan restaurants will see that there's, you know, a market for that, and hopefully those will open up as mm-hmm. well. Okay. Complete shift. Mm-hmm. Next question. Why do vegans have such a bad rep? And to tie into that, why do they come across on, on social media platforms as so aggressive? Mm-hmm. Ugh, this is an and issue. And this is not coming from me. This is coming from many people I've spoken to, many people I talk to. Mm-hmm. And I just and you also believe um, that some people do come across very aggressive. And maybe you, right. you can explain why. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's definitely such a tired kind of stereotype, especially online, for vegans to be aggressive or annoying or you know there's like so many anti-vegan memes and videos and things or like you know if I just see a a vegan relevant um video on Facebook like oh this vegan product is now offered wherever all of the comments will be angry meat eaters who are like all these vegans trying to shove this down our throats so it's like it's a very weird conflict because like a lot of meat eaters non-vegans whatever they have this very emotional reaction to vegans or vegan content. Like, sometimes it's, like, completely uncalled for. Like, like I don't know. It's just really weird. You like, see it a lot on comedy. Um, yeah. <laughs> I swear every comedy show I've seen every in these last two years. Every comedy special that we watch, somebody makes a little vegan jab. And I'm like, is this funny to anyone? Like, who is still laughing at these vegan jokes? And, That's and also, um, I had a conversation... Um, yesterday Mm -hmm. with someone who we went shopping with Mm -hmm. and mentioned that you were vegan Mm -hmm. and she completely eye-rolled at the the word which is funny because she's currently eating she's vegetarian yeah but she she still eye-rolled no i know so So it's it's just a funny uh just a thought right i thought because it is it's what happens it's fact yeah it's just i don't know what it is it's interesting i wonder why people yeah roll their eyes or make fun of vegans, but I don't really hear that about vegetarians. No. But the joke is like, oh, like, how do you know somebody's vegan? They'll tell you. Like, okay, whatever. Vegans do have to mention <laughs> how they eat because, I mean, if I go to a I restaurant, joke. <laughs> I want to avoid saying that I'm vegan. I don't walk in the doors going, I'm vegan. What are my options? But sometimes you have to because, like, even at that hibachi place we went to, they're like, oh, like, I would see white rice and be like, okay, that's fine. And they go, no, we cook it in butter. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's like you absolutely have to mention it just to make sure that you're not going to eat the wrong thing. But um, online, I feel like... So there's either the undeserving criticism of vegans, which is literally just meat eaters. Like, I love my bacon and nobody's going to take that away from me. You guys can enjoy your lettuce. And it's like, okay. And then there's the deserving kind of hatred against vegans. And I think that definitely comes from those especially angry or like aggressive vegans nathan's been watching a lot of those what are they called like vegan versus vegan versus whoever uh, cambridge student or vegan versus this student where Mm -hmm. obviously they've pulled someone off the street 
who is not prepared for this interview at all. Who's going to be less knowledgeable uh, yeah, about these questions. And you can see that the vegan is lining up questions to that, set them up to for set a, them up for thing, a which I personally think is great. But when you aggressively say it, I think it's wrong and it just gives off a bad image. It's like a pushy car salesman. Right. And I just don't see the benefit of those kind a of a resolution where you're talking about those angry people mm-hmm. versus how do you educate? Them? How do you convert them? Right. I just feel there's a better solution. I I don't know. I'm conflicted about those kind of videos because they definitely get clicks. They get views from vegans and non-vegans. And they're, and they're right. I will add, they are right. A lot of the time they, yeah, a lot of the time they are mostly telling facts, the vegans. Um, sometimes they either spread like misinformation or myths, which I'm not a fan of. I think even like pro-vegan myths are obviously not good because I want the most truth and factual information to be spread but anyway um yeah I mean they come in and and they'll say you've got a pet dog like and then they'll show them a little picture of a piglet and they'll go isn't this piglet cute yeah it is what do you think's the difference between like your dog and this pig's intelligence or their emotional you know capacity or you know what's what's really the difference between your pet and any of these other animals and sometimes yeah people get kind of forced to admit like it's just that those have been domesticated for agriculture and these we've domesticated to be our pets yeah. like you know so you do you get people a lot of times to admit that certain elements of veganism are more morally correct which i think is a good thing um but i don't think people like to be backed into that corner and it makes people really defensive because they always get this like why do vegans think that they're better than everyone? Yeah. Like, vegans are always out here, like, saying what everybody else is doing wrong, and they think that they're morally, like, perfect. It's uh-huh. like, no, I don't think so. But it's like, I feel like in issues like animal rights or animal ethics, it's like, I don't... It's like, is it wrong to kill an animal? If you agree, yes, it's wrong, but you'll continue support like supporting those industries, you're being unethical. But people don't want to make that connection. They'll agree with one part, or they'll agree with the second part, but they won't agree that it like is connected. If that makes sense. Sure. So I don't know. Those videos are they're interesting because. But it's the same. I think it would be the same as if you were to say every time you get into your car, um, and you got the the po- polar icebergs or the the, the ice caps <laughs> icebergs. ice caps melting icebergs. you're killing polar bears and things mm-hmm. like that as a vegan you'd find that very difficult to accept as well and i don't think you'd make that connection either right so it's a, it's a similar sort of thing can i pause this and then we will resume one moment polar ice caps ice- i cannot believe Iceberg i have a mind is- fart no iceberg is the same yeah, but I needed caps. Ice caps, right. <laughs> and we're back. Okay, before I forget that question that you just asked. Um, right. That's a, that's a thing that uh, vegans experience too, is like, oh, you think you're such a good person for, like, saving some animals or saving, you know, some resources by going vegan, but what about all the other things that you do that damage the environment or may indirectly harm animals? 
And, you know, a vegan, just like anyone else, cannot say that they're perfect. No, but my point was, um, if I was to tell you we're doing something wrong, mm -hmm. as well as these vegans telling the meat eaters they're doing something wrong, you're immediately not going to make that connection because you'll feel bad or whatever. Right. You don't want to admit you're doing wrong. And that mm -hmm. is exactly what is happening. I feel like, personally, I would admit to it because, I mean, I'm at a point where I'm just trying to improve, for example, like my carbon footprint or my impact um so i have to admit like yes i use single-use plastic straws that's something i definitely should not be doing and i'm trying to work on not using it not trying hard enough but um yeah if you say like me flying often is bad for my carbon footprint or me you know driving instead of riding a bike like i would 100 percent agree with you using plastic toothpicks Oh, my flossers. I'm like, okay, guilty. <laughs> um, my response to that always is like, yes, those are totally valid impacts of, you know, my, my choices. And I want to work to lessen those impacts. But I feel like in terms of food and other lifestyle choices, food is 100% like the biggest impact that you can make i think the uh -huh. the easiest yeah. um everybody can lessen their impact by a lot use a lot less water and other resources if they change their diet rather than like how do you not use a car because for a lot of people like transportation is something that's not as flexible or easily changeable mm -hmm. as their diet it's just going back to my original opening statement which i'm very happy i made is <laughs> it is where do you draw the line uh -huh. and how picky do you get and there's always going to be an argument countering another argument and it's just back and forth back and forth right um but yes so just going back to the question um where do, do you, you draw the line no no why why are why are, are you guys are you guys why are vegans seen as so aggressive mm -hmm. um that's tough now i've got the like where do you draw the line question in my head why are vegans seen as so tough? It's like, I think, I mean, it all comes out of a passion because, again, I've been very aggressive, like, online and kind of in person about issues related to veganism. Um, I feel like vegans are tough on people because, first of all, we know, most of us, we know what it's like to be a non-vegan, you know? Wow. Like, I lived my entire life up until two and a half years ago eating lots of animal products all the time and I literally never would have thought that I could go vegan and then I did after I was educated about it. Um, so I think the thing that makes me most angry is when people either refuse to to learn about it, they just like, you know, they don't want to watch things, they don't want to hear about the truth of like animal agriculture. Um, so yeah, I don't like when people willfully like ignore that information and then there are people who do hear about that information and still choose to not change their diet. So when somebody says, no, I'm going to continue eating meat because I love bacon or I love the taste of whatever, that's what makes me angry because I think that it's a, <coughs> it's, I mean, it is a selfish decision because you're choosing your personal taste preference over, um, you know, choosing a, a more ethical kind of diet. So it's like, you know, I'm not saying that vegans are <laughs> not selfish. You know, vegans can be selfish in a lot of other ways. And there's a big spectrum of like, I don't know, 
how vegan are you, you know? Because mm-hmm. even within the vegan community, people will call other people out, which I think is problematic, um, for doing little things or maybe for slipping up or, you know, there's, like, all of this conflict in the vegan community and some people try to establish themselves as, like, the ideal perfect vegan who has, a like, the minimal impact. Uh-huh. Or, you know, they're the most ethical. It's like, I really just think everyone needs to... Be more compassionate, be more understanding. I want to give people, you know, the opportunity to learn Mm -hmm. and to figure out these issues on their own, you know, because I know that it's not, most people will not go vegan overnight and they especially will not go vegan if you are aggressive with them and don't, you know, give them a, a chance. Yeah. But I do think for the people to where it's like possible for them to go vegan or, move in that direction at least i think people need to do that otherwise i will see you as some level of um an asshole if you truly are like i don't give a fuck about the animals i don't care about the environment like i i've heard people say that like firsthand they're just like well fuck it i'm gonna be dead like it's not gonna be my planet i will think you're an asshole for that yeah but you know i i don't want to preach anything as if i'm perfect i'm just saying hey why don't you do these make a couple of changes and you can make a positive impact yeah so um just to cut in quickly i just mm-hmm. think um uh you know last week when my parents came we went to a vegan restaurant with my dad mm-hmm. and we gave him a um the italian meatball sandwich i gave it to my dad and mm. let him try it he thought it was amazing mm-hmm. the next day we went for a vegan breakfast which he enjoyed as well and my mom eats vegetarian anyway, so, like, it didn't really, you know, amaze her, if you mm-hmm. like. And I just find for people like that, especially the older generation, they are harder to convince because they will always use the argument, well, my dad's lived till he's 80 years old and mm-hmm. he's been eating meat and drinking wine and smoking for, <laughs> you know, for all his life. And yeah. his dad's dad did the same thing, la, 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 la. Why is it all changed and things like that? So I just think there's a a better way of educating people. I feel like with my dad, he's someone that's going to eat meat for probably for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. But by giving him what we did last week and then educating him on the things that mm-hmm. meats and dairies and eggs do to you and fish do to you, right? I feel like that's a better way of going around it, especially for people of that age. Yeah, I definitely um, agree. So anyway, let's let's just go away unless you want to add anything yeah i want to say like um i mean i would say for most people first you have to show them the benefits and the the really good side of veganism in terms of like look at all these delicious food options because that's Uh i think the thing that immediately turns people off is they're like no i love all these other foods why would i eat shitty vegan substitutes so i think yeah when you show them you know substitutes or vegan restaurants that are really impressive they go oh that is cool maybe i won't go vegan but i would consider eating at this place again i may consider eating different types of foods um or they may eat meat once a meal you know three meals a day right yeah and then i think um especially for the older generation i don't know um like for people who have concerns with their weight or their heart health yeah when you you know tell them the information about how unhealthy meat and, you know, animal products in general can be, especially when it comes to cholesterol, saturated fats, 
um, even like increased cancer risks. I think a lot of people are willing to make changes when they realize that it's like a dire consequence. But I I would also say on on that as well is when people hear those sort of things, they they always come back with a response of what doesn't kill you. Right. I know. I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) that's a tough question. I'm like, all right, being vegan won't make you live forever. But I mean, I don't know. I would rather. Okay. If I could live 80 years either way, 80 years vegan or 80 years not vegan, Some people are like, well, fuck it. I'm going to live as long as I'm going to live. I want to eat all the food I want to eat and not worry about it. If I were living 80 years vegan, I feel like I would be at a healthier point longer than if I were 80 years eating whatever I wanted that wasn't vegan. Um, Because, you know, a lot of people end up getting really serious health problems earlier and earlier. You know, Uh people in their 30s, 40s, 50s. And then you may live the same amount of time, but your quality of life will be so much lower if you're so much unhealthier. Sure. And that's, you know, based on a lot of lifestyle choices. But I definitely believe that diet is a very significant one. How do you deal with social pressures? Currently, I feel like, I mean, no, I still have some social pressures. I mean, in situations like, I mean, in recent months, whenever I've been with your family, Um, it does make going out with non-vegans difficult, Mm -hmm. um, even in a situation that I think is going to be simple, even if I do research beforehand. Oh my God. When his parents were in town, his dad kept saying, I want a big American burger. I was like, okay, we'll go out and we'll have burgers one night. I just need to find a place that has vegan (laughs) options. So I, I take us to this place. I forgot what it's called. Um, but... It's, like, this big, cool burger place with, like, a really nice atmosphere and nice drinks. Um, So I give us a a reservation for that. We show up. And on the menu, I looked at it online, as I always do. That's one inconvenience. I have to be, like, Googling, you know, vegan options and menus all the time. They had an Impossible Burger on the menu. And that is one of the most well-known, like, vegan um, meat substitute burgers. That's supposed to taste the most, like, meat and, you know... So they have this Impossible Burger on the menu. So I'm like, hell yeah, we're going there. They've got a lot of other burgers, obviously non-vegan options, and we all should be able to find something that we like. We fucking get there. We sit down, and I start to order it. um, Because they had, it said like, the Impossible Burger on a, yeah, it was like the plant-based burger burger. made by people who love meat, whatever. it was like an impossible burger with blah, 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 cheese and stuff and a wheat bun. So I asked the server, I was like, could I get that on another type of bun or like what other kinds of buns do you have? He's like, oh, I don't know. I, I asked like egg free buns um, or vegan buns. And he said, all of our buns have egg. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, then never mind. I'll just get the wheat one. He's like, no, the wheat one has egg, too. I was like, all of your fucking buns have egg in it? I was so upset. Because, like, most bread does not have egg in it. Most bread products are vegan unless they're, like, specifically more eggy or, you know. Um, So I'm used to pretty much being able to, like, not having bread products be an issue. So I was like, oh, fuck. Um, Can I get it, like, lettuce wrapped? And he's like, oh, we only have, like, loose lettuce. So we could put the burger on a bed of lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) Or we can put the burger in a salad. And I was like, so great. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm about to eat lettuce and this Impossible Burger. Uh, it was really frustrating because, yeah, in that moment, it's like, I brought us to this restaurant. Now yeah. I feel uncomfortable and I get really stressed when, like, I suddenly, like, can't eat anything on the menu because there were no other options other than plain salads. Yeah. And then in the salad, I have to take out, like, any cheese or meat or the dressing's probably based in dairy. And it's yeah, like, yeah. fuck. When everyone's just trying to go out to dinner, which should be, like, a casual, simple, enjoyable thing, that's the one thing that I struggle with still is, like, me either being like, no, it's fine, I'll eat just fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or making the whole group have to go to another place. Which I think now is fine with our, especially with your my family. family. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, social pressures, anything Ugh. else? I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. Because, like, if it's just me or if I'm with vegan friends or... I don't know. Like, I feel like as long as I can find vegan options, I'm fine. Because yeah. I, I don't necessarily want to take all my friends who aren't vegan to vegan places. I'm not going to demand that we all eat all vegan when they're with me. But, like, yeah, just socially, it's like I wish that eating out wasn't such an issue yeah. and didn't require so much thought. So with that in mind... Mm-hmm. Um, this leads me nicely to my next question. First of all, I want to state what what how my diet is. Um, I'm not completely vegan, but I will say every probably every evening meal and every weekend meal I'm vegan. At home, at home, you're pretty much 100 percent 100 percent vegan. Yeah. I find it very difficult in the mornings. I basically go to work and I have breakfast in the mornings, and I don't have a vegan breakfast, whether that's with bread and eggs. Right. Um, His breakfast is served at work. Yeah, so it's not like I can make my own decisions on breakfast. Well, I could. I could bring in my own lunch, blah, 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 and then I yeah. could bring in my own breakfast. But to me, I have to at some point weigh my happiness to, you know, my diet and things like that. And mm. I just find it a lot more easier for me to go into work, have that, and then for lunch I'll just have a salad. Yeah. So, and I don't eat meat. I don't eat meat. So that's, I need to say that. Can we pause this for a second? Yeah. Camera's going to stop. One second, please. All right, sorry about that. We're back, and Nathan is still explaining. Yeah, I, I will his also. Diet. I do not eat meat, and I also have fish as a as a treat. So if we go out with my parents, sometimes I'll eat fish. Mm-hmm. And I just believe. I know you'll you'll argue with me until the end of time about what fish does to me, but I don't think it's as bad as what meats are. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that leads me to the next question of raising vegan kids. Now, you are not pregnant and we are not planning <laughs> kids. But if there ever were a time in two, three, five, ten years time, mm-hmm. hopefully not ten years because that's quite a scary thought, there may be kids. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, will you be raising your kids vegan now? Bear in mind, I will argue with the social pressures in life. Mm-hmm. You will argue with the health things in life. As a kid, I can remember my dad chopping us pieces of chocolate as a treat on a Saturday night whilst we were watching a meal. Uh, a meal? <laughs> watching a whilst, meal? You're crazy. Whilst we were watching a film, and I used to love it. I used to, we, he always used to be like, um, and it'd be one, it'd be like three chocolate bars, he'd chop them up, and then every, at one point in the film, he'd say, you can have a piece of chocolate, and us three kids would run to the plate, pick up a bit of chocolate, run back, mm-hmm. and we'd have the chocolate. And it still sticks out in my head, and it's just one of my, just there in my head, and the desserts that we used to have, mm-hmm. and things like that, and the treats, etc., etc. Um, I don't like the idea of my kid 
being in a social situation where he or she has to um they're out in town mm-hmm. and they want to go to mcdonald's mm-hmm. uh, well there'll be a vegan burger there but let's you know a place that's not vegan sure and they want to eat out there like a kfc or chick-fil-a mm-hmm. i don't like the idea that he or she is going to be singled out because of their diet mm-hmm. Now, I don't support that they should eat meat, but then there's a certain issue of, like, is it right that we're not giving them, them a, cho- like a choice? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same, I suppose, you could say with religion as well. Right. Okay. I'm going to jump in before you get too deep okay. um, to address all of the issues that you just raised. First of all... I'm... And we... Can I also mention, we have what? had arguments about this for... We've talked about it for, like, hours yeah. before. And yeah. it starts off, like, lighthearted, and then it gets very serious, because I, <laughs> I would just won't back down. Um, so clearly, I want to have vegan kids, because I intend to stay vegan for the rest of my life, and I believe that it is the most healthy, the most ethical, the most environmentally friendly diet, when done correctly. Um, so I believe that it's definitely possible to raise healthy normal vegan kids um but yeah there have been a a lot of issues raised in like how that can affect them socially or physically um oh man there's so many issues i just i think about when i when i see kids like small kids babies anybody eating such unhealthy foods pretty much how i was raised like i used to eat so much fast food and both of my brothers you know got really overweight um from eating so badly and you know the only reason that I wasn't overweight when I was a kid was because I had a fast enough metabolism to like battle the food that I was eating um I wish I was raised in a healthier way I wish I had found out about veganism and that it were possible for me to go vegan earlier Mm -hmm. but it wasn't possible for me until I was basically buying my own groceries and like eating my own food sure so anyway so um, you had the choice as you got older Right. Once I had the choice, I wanted to make that decision. Uh I feel like, though, just because I see the future in such a more vegan-friendly way, I mean, I I assume that it'll only get easier to eat vegan or to find vegan foods um, in the future. Sure. So by the time my kids are growing up, I feel like that will be a lot more common and a lot more accepted and not such a socially stigmatizing kind of thing Mm -hmm. um but it is hard because as a kid anything that makes you different can make you like a target of like bullying or um i don't know it's like sometimes kids just want to do exactly what their friends are doing i think if you um at that young age and you cut meat and dairy out your your diet completely or cut your you don't they don't have those meats in their diet at all Mm -hmm. the thing that scares me is they try something with dairy in it and mm-hmm. they have some allergic reaction. Right. Or they have something with meat in it or mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know what the consequences are if you are a vegan and you've right. been a vegan for so long, but I know from my old housemate, and you've told me yourself, if you were to have meat now, you'd be very, very sick. Mm-hmm. It scares me. It does. Especially yeah. when they're off at school. Yeah. Or and I, I suppose any parent with a kid with any sort of allergy yeah. scares them as well. Yeah, I think that's that's an issue that's probably, like, the most difficult for me to argue with because um, I follow this mom on Instagram called Mama's Gone City or something. <laughs> um, she has a bunch of cute kids, and she does these, like, sponsored posts for this company that has, like, little 
allergy introduction things. Uh-huh. Like just this little mix that helps introduce your babies to like every possible food so that it, it minimizes their risk of being severely allergic to things later on. Um, because I definitely don't want any of my children to, um, develop any serious allergies that make it, or any allergies at all, um, that make it really dangerous to just eat in like a casual way. Mm -hmm. So it is tricky because I don't want to feed them animal products because I believe that they're unhealthy and just ethically I don't want to do that. Um, so I feel like I would be... I would be okay with giving them a kind of supplement thing similar to that to where like they're not necessarily eating like a full serving of like meat or dairy, but they will slowly be introduced to that so that yeah. their bodies wouldn't have that big of a shock if they were to eat it. Because as we all know, like as vegans, um, having like accidentally eating something or, you know, something is an ingredient and you don't realize it, whatever, that happens often and sometimes you have no idea until you've already eaten half of it um so yeah i don't want that to be like a dangerous issue for my kids um the thing is though it's like it's tough because with dairy it's like the majority of people are actually lactose intolerant Mm -hmm. but like we just like resist it as a society basically because it's like um there's a statistic about people in africa and yeah, I, I'm not going to be able to explain this well, but basically it's like, oh, my camera's dying. I think I'm going to let it die, and then we'll just keep going. So on the video, you guys will stop seeing us soon, but it's fine. Um, so I'm not going to explain this well, but basically it's like when we're babies, um, we have, what a bit, what is it, lactase maybe? That helps us digest breast milk, but then... Um, after we, we stop breastfeeding, we don't have that, um, it's not a protein, I don't know. We don't have that anymore. So then when we continue to drink milk after that, that's what causes people to be lactose intolerant because they don't have lactase anymore. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's generally it. So it's like, really, as humans, we're not supposed to continue, like, having milk after, you know, we're done being breastfed. Mm-hmm. Um, especially not cow's milk, because how is that natural in any way? Um, and then in terms of, like, health impacts of eating, like, meat, it's just, like, really, I don't know, by eating them from the time that we can chew, it's, like, our bodies become accustomed to it, but, like, we're being, we're becoming accustomed to something that's bad for us. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like it's unnatural for people to eat a lot of the foods we eat, not just, like non-vegan foods but just like all the processed foods that we eat and things i don't know fuck i'm going off i'm getting tired (laughs) get me back um, back on track do you want to wrap up now no i want to keep talking about vegan kids we we can we can continue talk on the next one because this isn't going to be just one episode i know but i want to talk about this what's the what's the other issue yeah, okay, like choice in... Uh, that's my argument, as I believe uh-huh. you should be given a choice like in religion or anything like that. There'll be a time where educated um, in the right manner, they'll, they'll be able to make a choice themselves. Mm-hmm. And there are things like drinks, drinking and drugs that they, they will have to make a choice on in life mm-hmm. that's bad for you or good for you. And I just feel like they deserve that. And yeah. 
Well, that's the tricky thing. It's like, I am not going to raise my kids in any kind of like religious way. No. Um, so if they grow up and want to, you know, choose to join or follow a religion, that's up to them. The tricky thing about food is like, you know, they can choose to change their diet later on. But like you said, if it's like physically impossible for them to eat meat and dairy because they've been they raised can't, vegan, they, can't make that choice. they wouldn't be able to make that choice. Yeah. And I, I, w- I would be very interested in the science. So if anybody has like studies about lifelong vegetarians suddenly eating I, I want to make the meat point as something. well. Like we say meat, like me personally, um, would, it would be more toward dairy and that sort of side of things just mm-hmm. because of my childhood myself you know, yeah things like yeah you know, candy chocolate and i know you get dark chocolate and things like that i understand that but like i don't know just it's, yeah you go I to think... you go to a party mm-hmm. and you, you, there are kids a toddler's party and there's some cake or something mm-hmm. there that everyone's having but your kid's not allowed to have right i just find that I know it doesn't... A sad image. Just, it's sad. It's yeah. sad. It's really sad. I get that because, I mean, the birthday party place that I worked at for a couple of years in high school and after, um, I mean, we served regular pizza, cake, all of that. And sometimes we pizza. did have kids... That's another one. Cheese with right. pizza, yeah. We did have kids come in either with gluten allergies or dairy allergies. So either their parents would bring in like a gluten-free pizza or uh-huh. a special dessert for them. So I feel like there are ways to you know still let the kid enjoy like eating or whatever with their friends even though they can't eat the same foods Uh but i think what would be scary for me as a vegan parent with kids that are vegan is like yeah when they're too young to know like i mean it's it's just like dealing with any like allergy say like peanuts you need to tell everybody who is around or whatever they're eating you need to tell them they can't have peanuts if you see them eating something with peanuts or going for it you need to tell them and it's hard to know that your kids, especially when they're younger, like, are going to understand that they need to ask or be careful what they're eating. So yeah. I feel like it would be the same thing. Like, how do you educate a toddler? Obviously, they're not going to know, like, or even consider asking what's in their food. Yeah. So you know? with these sort of facts and figures on veganism and what meat and dairy does to you, why do doctors not, you know, apply any of this into when you have a newborn and what diet you should be giving your kids Why do oh they man not? we've got to save that for next time is there... that's such a big question yeah um yeah in short i would say we should check out some plant-based news videos some um interviews by d- doctors that are vegan and non-vegan my camera's dying i think this is a good time to end it and it, and we got into some things there's still more things to be said about know, the questions we discussed like half the list that i've come up with oh questions. i know oh, this is your phone but um we do have other lots of other questions and issues and topics to explore so thank you guys so much for watching or listening uh i very much enjoyed this i hope you guys enjoyed it nathan did you have a good time i had a very good time and i i am sorry if i've uh, come across with any sort of bad facts oh of course not okay good. you have had perfect facts this whole time now nah, we're just here to have discussions and of course we're not speaking for everyone we're just having having a discussion i just realized that i've been sitting here like slumped with my my business pants on again and that it's been in frame this whole time yeah so that's been, like great. itching my leg as well so that kind of looks bad <laughs> Um, anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. Again, if you want to support the podcast, please go to my Patreon and you can follow Previously Gifted on Twitter and you can always hit me up and give me um, topic suggestions. But uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Okay, thanks.
I'm sweating. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Why did I do that? <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs>